Welcome to Run Chat, everybody. I am Billy. You are. I am John. Do you have a singing voice? Um, <laughs> I do have a singing voice. Uh, this is my talking voice, and this is my singing voice. At least today it is. Wow. And we also have. I'm Brian, and this is my talking voice. Great. You'll need that for this uh, podcast. That's what I hear. Yeah. So you might recognize Brian and I from the Billy and Brian Show, and our last three episodes were with John Honorkamp, and out of that has spun this new podcast, Run Chat. Did I get the name right? Yeah, Run Chat. We're here to chat about running and all things related or unrelated. The first time that we started recording, I said, hey, welcome to Runcast, and then it was quickly pointed out, that is not the name we decided on. Yeah, that'll get you somewhere else with other people, probably not us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Run Chat, this is the very first episode yeah. of many. As you can tell, we're very well polished, um, <laughs> so hopefully you'll continue to to tune in as we, uh, I think we're going to do this weekly. We've decided weekly? on dropping it every, uh, every Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe. Let's, uh, Something like that. Yeah, we're going to figure that I'll out. I'll talk on that. <laughs> we'll be dropping this uh, whenever we want. By the time the next episode comes out, you'll know. Yeah. So, guys, running, you like it? I yeah. love it. Not the biggest fan. Unfortunately, I can't really do it right now. I was, I'm, I'm recovering from a sprained ankle. I thought you were better. I'm uh, mostly better. I like, I'm in physical therapy right now. Um, it's not great. Yeah. I don't recommend spraining an ankle. Yeah. Um, so that, birthday. I thought that was going to be our first episode was how to sprain your ankle. Mm. What to do about it. How to sprain your ankle? I recommend um, uneven patches of sidewalk. Great Ooh. way to sprain an ankle. I've been told kicking a soccer ball is a great way to sprain an ankle, too, but that's a different podcast. I kicked a lot of soccer balls, never sprained an ankle. Oh, really? Just you're doing like, it wrong. You're, not, you're doing it too well. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I never thought I was. I was at a party, and somebody said, oh, you sprained your ankle? Do you play soccer? And I said, no. They said, oh, when I play, I play soccer, I sprain my ankle all the time. Like, they should yeah. probably stop playing soccer. Yeah, I, I like think, I think that's a problem. I feel like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, but we're hopefully going to talk a lot about how to run right. Yeah, actually, the, those kind of introductions of being Run injured. Right, that's a good name. Oh, cool. Run Right, maybe. Well, Next week, listen to Run Right. We have someone who doesn't doesn't think they're really into running but runs a lot. There's someone yeah. who used to run a lot but runs less. There's someone who likes to run more but they're injured. Well, so, we're we, yeah. We have all the bases covered. I was thinking Wait, about Wait, are that. there bases in running? Like, um, we do need to run between bases. All right. We do... Uh, running the bases. Running. <laughs> Our new baseball podcast. <laughs> running the bases. Our new running <laughs> I can do 90 feet at a time. Um, no, but I was thinking about that. We are coming from like three different points of view. Uh, John is a former uh, collegiate runner, D1, right? Yep. And you've run in things like the Penn Relays. Oh, man. Am I just making this up? No, that's correct. <laughs> the Milrose Games. Milrose Games. And, and you were a little thing called the U.S. Olympic Trials. You're a professional coach at St. John's and New York Roadrunners. Um, now, I've run... I'm definitely a recreational runner. I run just mainly for health. And uh, and Brian runs the pickup women. How's that going for you? Yeah, terribly. <laughs> I'm also running to be less fat, and that's not working out either. So. All right, well, that, that does uh, help us fulfill the gamut there. Yeah, so Brian's yeah. running to lose weight. I'm running because I want to live 
over. I want to live past 100. It's a good goal. Yeah. Like, that's my minimum. Like, anything less than 100. I think you should aim for 200. Yeah, why stop at 100? The first person to live 200 years might be alive right now. Whoa. And it might be you. Why not? I'll find, find out about that in like 160 so. years. So, come episode, well, we'll probably be up to like 30 or 40 episodes by that time. I'm your host, Methuselah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, everyone has different running goals. Oftentimes folks consider themselves or self-assess themselves as non-runners or not real runners. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we've talked about this in the past, if you're chasing a bus or chasing soon-to-be Brian's or, two-year-old who's not two but can't exactly. walk yet, but when she's running or right. walking, you have to chase her. Wait, you I might be running. I like that Billy attitude. I have a five-month-old. <laughs> <laughs> what is this toddler that Brian has? <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is apparently the Maury Puppet show where John tells us what children we have. And I have to make some calls. Some, some surprises coming yeah. out here. Brian's so if you're being chased by someone Maury Povich, who, you're, you're being chased by a dog, Maury Povich, chasing a bus or a toddler, then you're, you're uh, a runner. I thought you said if you were chasing, being chased by a dog and Maury Povich. Yeah. Okay. Well, Maury Povich sends the dogs out. Who you know, he dogs says, out? you Maury are Povich. the father. No, yes. Oh, that's, oh. So, All right. That's the, answer. Over. that's the answer to that question. I thought, I thought you said if you're being chased by a dog, comma, Maury Povich. Like, yes. if, Maury, if you, Maury Povich, are being Maury chased Povich, by a dog. Maury Povich, that rascally hound. <laughs> if you, Maury Povich, are being chased by a dog. Oh, yeah. If you, Maury Povich. Gotcha. So Maury this Povich is, our is a Maury, runner. He's a runner. Yes. This is our, we are, we have one, an audience of one. It's yeah. Maury Povich. Well, I, he doesn't I, I honestly think that audience has dropped to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you're um, still listening, thank right. you. But if Montel, if you decide that, <laughs> or the other Montel, who Montel Jordan? Yeah, this is how he does it. Yeah. Who's, what about Jerry Springer's like security guard that got his own show? Really? No. Yeah, he, the bald guy. He, he was got like, his own show. He became like a talk show host because he was so good at like holding people but, back, or not that good at it because you like to get some. I guess, well, some if you're too good at it, in. then nothing happens. Yeah, so then he's just good enough. What's his? Uh, what was his show called? Holding me back. And maybe I don't know. It was um, Texas Hold'em. So we're going to be talking about running. Yes, eventually. <laughs> As you can tell. We'll get there. But everyone's a runner. Uh, everyone has different goals, whether it's running their first marathon, their 10th marathon. Their first um, 5K. First 5K. Are you gonna, yeah, walking around the block. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, just to start. I have a friend who just started running, and, you know, it's not easy. I remember back then. Yeah. Getting that habit in. John, when did you start running? Like... I started running you know, when I was a toddler, um, but after that, uh, my first race, I was probably six or seven years old, wow. and my uncle was training for the New York City Marathon, and he was going to 5Ks and 10Ks as part of his training, I guess, and he took me along to one of them, and it was a out-and-back kids' mile run where on the, at, the, at the Long Beach Boardwalk on Long Island, oh, I know and I just remember running a 6.54 mile as a, um, as a six-year-old? As a six- or seven-year-old. And wow. he's like, oh, you should do this more often. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I had no idea what he was talking about because I was probably in, like, 50th place. Cause and, it, like, when you're six, you're, like, a mile. That's yeah, like yeah. So, um, when I was in high school, a mile was forever. And eventually, like, the, the mile fun runs became, you know, 5Ks, and then I would do pretty well in my age group, mainly because there was no other kids running that age. So it was, like, yeah, first out of four kids. So it was easy to feel accomplished. Or I feel bad for that fourth kid yeah, who like did not make it to the podium. No podium and just other. Yeah. So then I was, um, yeah, I just did road races as a kid. I played other sports like baseball, football, basketball, and did track. 
And then ninth grade is when I really started focusing more on track. Also got cut from basketball, which helped with the focusing on track. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. really good at dri- I believe it. dribbling. I'm terrible at dribbling. When I nap, I dribble all the time. Oh. Yeah. Billy's not two-year-old is very good at dribbling. That is true. How about you, Billy? When did you start running? I started running recreationally in high school, just around my neighborhood, and would run to the park. I think I had read an article that, like, in like a men's health issue, because I subscribed so to that. Maxim, you mean? <laughs> so that I'm, I'm old enough that this probably predates Maxim. Um, you know, saying that, oh, you should aim to run, like, two minutes and then walk a minute. And I was, run walk method. Yeah, so I, I thought, I, I was like, okay, this is what I'll do. And I would do that around, like, the park in my, in my neighborhood. I, was, I would run, and, and there, this was no technical ability to it. Like, I think I would just run all out and then walk for a minute and then, like, run all out for two minutes and walk for a minute. And eventually I was just running around the neighborhood. Um, my, and my high school <laughs> principal said to me one day, he's like, oh, you should join the cross-country team. Uh, you, you know, you have, like, a runner's body. I was like, no. <laughs> because if there was anything about me in high school, it was extremely uncoordinated. Like, any any uh, sport I attempted to play was just, like, gangle of limbs. And I think that's the same now, because you just twisted your ankle. That is so true. I don't know that much has changed, but uh, maybe hopefully that. Yeah, and amazingly, you know, I had... <clears throat> when I started, I ran my first New York Roadrunners race just because a friend was like, hey, you want to run this 10K with me? And I said, sure. Um, and uh, that was back in 2006. And since then, I've run over 100 races with New York Roadrunners. Never got injured until this year when I stopped doing yoga. And I always tell people, like, a great injury prevention is yoga. Um, and now I'm actually living proof of it because I stopped doing yoga and then immediately got injured. <laughs> So we'll talk about yoga more, because that's something I need to do more of, Mm. for sure. Brian, how about your running uh, history? Uh, I mean, I played, you know, baseball until I was like 12 or 13, and I played soccer into high school on the JV team. Don't (laughs) get any big ideas. Um, But, you know, I was never much of a runner, and I would try to like, you know, occasionally I'd start like running like around the neighborhood, and I'd be like, oh, this is terrible, I hate this, probably because I was trying to run faster than I was able to and didn't realize that I could run slower and it would be better. Um, but then, what, like six or seven years ago, Billy's now wife suggested that if I ran a race, she would run a race because Billy was account- off running all these races all the time. Play. And so my accountability buddy, you know, got me to run. We ran the, uh, I think it was the Nike human race. Oh yeah, that was a fun race. And so we ran it. And then we ran the so it wasn't Prospect too awful. Park. You, you yeah, it wasn't great. And but, yeah, it was a concert after that. That's right. Great. Yeah. And uh, then we ran the uh, Turkey Trot in Prospect Park. And then Good I don't typically. think she ever. There was a hat. Oh, a hat. Okay. And I don't think she's ever run a race since. No. That's then we ran true. the then we ran the Brooklyn Half. Yeah, the next guys, year. You guys did the Four Mile City Parks race with New York Runners one year too. Did we? Mm-hmm. I don't. I remember that you two were running together, and then like two hundred meters before the finish line. No, that was the first. That was the first race. No, this was. That a, was the Nike Human race. No, because the Nike Human race was in Prospect Park, and this happened in Central Park. Because I remember watching this, uh, and Brian announces to Julie, "Race to the finish," and just takes off. And I was standing by the finish line cheering them on, and I see Brian go by, and then I see Julie with 
like very angry look on her face maybe chasing him. Maybe that's why you don't run so, together uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, that could be. So what, I mean, first of all, that was definitely in that first race in Prospect yeah. Park because I was there doing it. And <laughs> I was there watching it. Nope. Billy's wow. definitely wrong on this one. But what happened was I, I mean, his account is what actually happened, but my thought process was, all right, we're almost there. We should, you know, sprint for the finish. But, like, I was sort of out of breath and, like, couldn't like verbalize this because I was trying to breathe and run and just so tricky. what would have been alright let's go sort of turned into me like just starting to run and I was a jerk so well, I it happens it happens in, in, in the yeah. heat of the moment in, I believe that this happened at the April 18th 2010 run for the park series maybe it happened multiple times you didn't learn from your first did not. Julie's finished time I don't this is our first fight I don't. Oh, it's exciting. I need that the bald guy from Jerry Springer. To come yeah. In. What's his name? I will guarantee that this happened in Prospect Park. Um, I don't remember running with her at another race after those two, but we could. Oh no! At Brooklyn, we ran together for these. Thirty-six parties. and thirty-eight, thirty-five were their finish times at that race. Ooh. Apparently, but that story is definitely from Prospect these are Park. Facts. Lots of facts here. Um, so yeah. So after that, I ran a couple races i feel like i ran a couple races and then was like well i guess i might as well run the nine plus one to qualify for the marathon new york city marathon and then after i qualified i was like well the next year i better train for this marathon so running nine races seems like a decent way to start training and then i was qualified for the next year and i might as well use it and so since then it's just been this vicious cycle can't get out of it of at some point i would have to either not train or just quit and that hasn't happened yet yeah, Brian used to, you know, come out and cheer me on at the marathon. Then, like a jerk, he started running it himself. That now is no one cheering. For that you. is the case. No, well, Julie. You know, Julie and Violet uh, came out to cheer. Right. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So, well, it's good to have the running background, just all and, uh, varieties of, of history and background. Yeah, and then uh, we met through the other. Well, I met Billy through Julie, and then I met John through the Billy and Brian Show podcast. Yes. And then started going to November Project, and that has started to get me to sort of like running. Well, that's good. That's where we first met, actually, uh, on the podcast set. Yeah, that's true. And then it was just like love at first talk, I guess, right? That's basically just that's, looking longingly into each other's eyes. We were, I think it was some the beverages that were consumed that were. That could have uh, been it. Had we had so much fun. John skipped his race that night. Yeah, it was good, good. I guess lack of accountability. Uh, well, that's. Uh, Drinking accountability. Well, it was podcasting accountability. True. Which has just, just now led to this, which yeah. is going to have fruitful knowledge for everyone to learn how True. to run better and, and more good. True. And what are your goals in the future? Uh, well, I mean, you've I'd accomplished like, a lot. I'd like to start a family. I just got married. Um, but running, running specifically. Goals, yeah, but of course. That's, um, that's focus. Focus. Do you have any news on starting a family right away? No. Well, no. I, I, I did recently. Because uh, we better hear about it first on the podcast. True, true, true. I did recently free my schedule up a little bit more as I'm. Uh, exploring other opportunities within the running space and fitness space, including this phenomenal podcast that's going to have a wealth of knowledge. A phenomenal, thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, rave review so far. I've, and, I've uh, only heard good things. But I, I'm hoping to have a little more time on my hands to focus on my own personal fitness. I've been fortunate enough to be able to help others run fast or get fitter or lose weight or get off medications or reach goals or get through midlife crisis. There's a lot of reasons why people start running or come back to running. But I feel like I've neglected my own fitness the last couple of years. So I'd like to just get fitter. I know that's kind of a generic goal. Um, and I've recently run some races. Recently I ran the Brooklyn Mile, which was a... And 
and you only broke five miles. Yeah, five it minutes, was really painful. So, and if you broke so five you miles really, at the yeah, you broke five miles. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it's so amazing. So you dipped under five minutes on that one, right? I did, but it was really painful. I lost to a 52-year-old who, you know, he was really good well, shape, he's, he's but really I just felt really out of shape. So yeah. my goal is to actually run some races where I'm actually pretty fit. And maybe it just hurts at the end versus the entire time. Mm. Okay. So I, I kind of want to just be a little bit more selfish about my own running. And not that I wouldn't, still won't help others run faster or better sure. or, or less bad or more good. Um, I'd like to just get fitter. So um, I'm coming from a place where I'm probably never going to PR, or, which is a personal record for those uh, who are listening and might know that. That, that is the problem with running fast when you're young. Yeah. Is. Yeah, it's like, but so to to quote my buddy Stewart, he his, he's been very good at running slower, slower. So he's ah. he's slowing down less than his his uh, people that are his age. Because at, at what age are you supposed to, according to the uh, the literature, well, sprinting, supposed to start slowing? Come down. up the Olympics in sprinting, it's usually the mid twenties to late twenties, okay. and mm-hmm. endurance running, which is marathoning and distance running, five, I guess five and ten thousand would kind of fall into that, even though it's uh-huh. on the shorter end. Of endurance um, is probably early 30s, mid 30s, but we have a lot of folks that come to running late, right? And they can still get faster. Um, I'm only just starting to get faster yeah. in my mid 30s, so so that's fun. So I'm so breaking the age curve. I won't have time goals necessarily as far as running my best time ever, but I like to hit hit some some times that I haven't hit in a while that I, I should nice. be able to do with some yeah. consistency and maybe some yoga that Billy recommended and some other things. Um, but yeah, I, my goal is to get fitter, and I would like to race, run races where I'm actually racing versus just like trying to be like comfortable and, and not okay. suffer. I want to yeah. suffer less. Is, I guess is one of my major goals. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Uh, just getting faster. I've you know this year started doing your speed work plans, and we'll have definitely have episodes about how to do speed work, how to get faster. But I mean, already this year, I'm definitely. Making actually every race this year has basically been a PR except for the Brooklyn Mile. That's amazing. A couple seconds. So you're rubbing it into that. Every race I'm not hitting a PR. Yes. So so every race I'm like you know two minutes per mile slower than you, but for me it's a, it's, it's better. It's so. better. Billy, how about you? Uh, I know you're coming off this injury. That's yeah, it. but in my so my goal this year is to run the New York City Marathon. Yeah, that's I'm not a first timer. This is be my eighth time running it. Um, I've got a nice streak going since 2008. I've run it every year except for the year it was canceled for Sandy. I PR'd last year and was able to get under three and a half hours for the first time. Now, being a new dad, I knew going into this training season that I would probably not be PRing, and then injuring myself at the beginning of training. Also, okay, so now my my goal has now shifted towards completion and maybe finishing under four hours, you know, as opposed to... Enjoying it. Yeah, and enjoying it. And what's nice, too, is I've made a lot of running friends over the years who will be out cheering, so it'll be good to, like, see everybody and not just have that singular mindset of trying to beat the clock, which I've done every year in the past. You have to tune out all the landmarks and all the crowds sometimes. All the crowds do uplift you. Yeah. Yeah. When you're running for fun or completion it definitely frees you up and you can stop and say hi to your wife and your kid right and that's okay you're not you're not going to not pr right. so you have that freedom yeah, yeah my my first year running the marathon that my aunt got angry at me she, she called me up to congratulate me the next day and she said you know when when my son's uh roommate came running by she uh doubled back and like hugged us all and i was like yeah well, i was trying to like you know, get a completion time that I wanted. So it, it's all it's all different. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, only really through knowing people through November Project and like recognizing people on the course before I was partly because, you know, I was running because I wanted to get fitter, not because I liked the running itself, but I didn't really like to run with people and I didn't, because I didn't really like to, you know, try to have to match somebody's pace or make them slow down for me or whatever. But then it was really the first marathon that I was like, oh, it's nice running in front of crowds and like having them yell out your name. Although I guess it was cheering for Billy the first time we went out and like people had their names on their shirts and you know, you're standing there waiting for your friend for two hours and so you might as well just yell out everybody else's name and it, you know, you get caught up in it and it really is fun to do that and then to be on the other side of it. So, you know, I never thought it would happen, but then I was like, yeah, running in front of people is it's actually not so, fun. Not so bad. Yeah, running again, obviously we will probably talk a lot about certain races on, on this podcast. But really just running in general. So you can, you know, hopefully learn something about running, even if you plan on never racing. And the key is getting out the door and getting active. I find that I do a lot of my best thinking running on my own. But sometimes some of the longer runs that I need to do, I find myself, you know, I don't need to do that much thinking. So it's fun to do it with people. You kind of catch up. You break it up by, you know, being efficient by whether it's a work meeting with a coworker yep. or just an old friend or family member. So... Running is very inclusive, and so I mean, we would talk about pace is, is relative. So my fast is different than Brian's fast or Billy's fast, and so it's more just what it means to you. And it, it is nice to be able to go out there and, and run on your own. It's really easy; just need a good pair of shoes and get yeah. out the door. You don't need and if, all the fancy technology. You don't need a huge running group. Running groups and coaches and training plan programs are great for specific races, but it's nice just to kind of go out the, the door and get some fresh air and 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 go for a run or walk and and that's okay too it's uh, it doesn't have to be so competition based yeah and for anybody who you know is like oh i i can't be a runner like i did it you know and there's you know and i'm not even the slowest one and then you see and nobody's the slowest one there's always somebody slower and again billy i guess when he's described his running origin um talked about how you'd run really fast and have to stop and recover and then run really fast so his basically first workout, his first run was an interval workout. Yeah. He just didn't know it. Uh, the key is you know pacing and running smart. So yeah, you, don't, you, don't, you even Usain Bolt sprinting like everyone's probably hitting their max speed just before 60 meters and then they start decelerating and then whoever decelerates the least wins. It's you don't kick in the hundred meters, so it's like you're not going to make it more than a block without having to slow down if you are sprinting. So running. Is various paces, which Brian alluded to. We will talk about future podcasts as we're talking about different types of workouts and when you do them and why to do them. But um, running is really just getting out the door. And most running, especially for marathon training, is just easy running. It's just doing more of it and yeah. not doing too much which too I think, soon. I think I probably do try to run faster than I should for my long runs. Partly because, you know, I don't have that much faster to get between fast and slow, but... You know, I probably should slow down even more just to just to get through that mileage, and that's tough to learn how to do. Yeah, the well, faster you run, the faster it's over. That's that, true. That is true. And, and Unless more, you wear yourself out. True. And the more question I get is, how do I get faster? And my answer is always run faster. Yeah. Which actually, you know what? From I think that's the best advice I've ever gotten from doing our previous podcasts. Was I was like, oh, I guess so, because my strategy was always I'm supposed to run 10 miles, 15 miles today in my training plan. If I, you know, am going to finish that, I can't run that fast. And I would never take the time to set aside a day and say, well, I need to just try to run faster. And since I've done that, I've gotten faster. Yeah. It really works. And it's not 
day one. I mean, three or four weeks of once, sure. once a week of, of yeah. you know, going to the track or finding a hill. Again, we'll get into this in future podcasts, but varying your run, varying your pace is important for boredom, but also for gaining fitness. And if you're trying to target you know, the Fifth Avenue Mile, you should be doing some faster running for that. Mile, I mean, the marathons, the other end of the spectrum, you don't need to be running all out miles all the time, but it's um, if you, do, you do need to get the mileage in and you need to vary your pace. And, and according to science, you know, they say if you just run the same thing every time that your body gets used to it right. and doesn't do the things science. it's supposed to do. <laughs> so they a, say that, you know, when you switch it up, it actually does actual things yeah. inside of you. And I think, you know, physically and mentally, um, even confidence-wise, I think it's fun to run fast. So oh, yeah. definitely running marathon oh, yeah. training is typically that, a lot of folks don't run fast at all and they get kind of bored of it, but... You can have some fun with it, and that'll make you fitter and faster. It'll help you learn pacing, which is important, especially in the marathon, because you, you don't care about the time you're trying to run. Like Billy was talking about his when he was rude to his aunt. Um, I don't think I was rude. Oh, well, she, the aunt's perspective was that you were rude, but I agree that you were I, focused. I, on, I can't um, believe you're taking her side. <laughs> I'm not taking sides. Running, running's for everyone. Yeah. Uh, even spectators. Um, but uh, you know, you watch the New York City Marathon on First Avenue, and you'll see all shapes and sizes run by. So if you're looking for some motivation, or you think you can't do it, turn on the TV on November sixth, or go out there in many parts of the course and see who's actually out there. You have the, the faster uh, runners up front that maybe are 120 pounds, and they zip by running sub five minute miling, and then you have the folks out there, um, whether they trained or not, look like they have no business out there. But guess what? They're out there, and there's probably about a 98 to 99 percent. Finisher rate in the New York City Marathon. That's amazing. Which I think is, I mean, people are training forever. They have a charity that they're focusing on, or and it's like I'm doing this regardless. They might walk a lot of it, but typically 98 to 99 percent of the runners who start will finish our race, which is I think pretty remarkable. I've read that before. Like if they if they toe the line, then there's an overwhelming chance that they're going to finish as well. So a lot of folks are worried about being last or the sweeper bus coming up on them. Um, Oh yeah, my first race, I remember reading you know, 13-something minute mile was when you're going to get caught. And first of all, that's, you know, the last person who starts. So as long as you work your way up the corral a little bit, you won't be quite that far back. But, you know, you could walk fast that pace. That's not really a scary pace. No. Yeah. So, you know, it took me a couple races before I was confident I wasn't going to get swept up. And I guess my first half marathon probably was the first time I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm not going to be a 13-minute. I would love to get somebody on this podcast with one episode who has been caught by the sweeper bus just to True, that'd be good. find out like what that's like. Yeah, so, maybe uh, one of our, our live podcast, well, this is live, but yeah. our, one of our podcasts, one of us getting caught. Oh. We can commentate, oh, here it comes, oh my God. Uh, um, to see what that experience is. Cause that's, on the course dispatches. Yeah. But yeah, so if you have ever been caught up by the sweeper bus, uh, I'm sure we'll set up a Facebook something. So give us a comment and let us know. Uh, yeah, well we, or if you've driven a sweeper bus. Yeah, you know, I don't even. I don't even. Is it a bus? I don't even know what it is. Does it, it have an actual groom on it? <laughs> it could maybe. I feel like it's. Uh, it would be. I don't know. Does that make you feel better or worse? <laughs> if I, I, if I, it I, has a broom. I guess you get a free broom out of it. At least you're, you're, you're you know, saves you some money. I, I would feel really bad if like, the guy from Showtime at the Apollo came out and just you know hooked you with his cane. Make it a little more dramatic. So uh, that's kind of what you can expect from this podcast. Uh, our next episode will be in a week or two, and it'll be a little bit more focused. 
I don't know. Do we have a topic yet? Uh, not yet, time? but we will. But come uh, on soon. we've talked about a few episodes. We'll talk about running etiquette. We'll talk about different kinds of workouts. We'll talk about speed work, and uh, maybe some technology and heart rate monitors and, and we how will to use those. We will send up set up a vehicle of of topics that you you guys can submit, whether it's a Facebook yeah, page or. Or whatnot. Or just specific questions. We uh, kind of wanted to be car talk for running. Run talk. And Run talk. Taken. So I don't know. <laughs> Run I chat. Don't, I don't know Run which chat. of the three of us is click or clack or trick or track. Ooh, but, track. Uh, That's a good one. But, uh, you know, if you, you have questions about how probably. About probably. Fart Probably. Probably. We'll have to vote on that. Billy Fart and Lick. How about that? <laughs> but if you have any specific questions that you want answered, whether it's a small question, a big question, or an entire 20 to 30 minute topic we should discuss, then uh, send them in. Yeah, so for now, this is the uh, Billy, Brian, and John Run Chat uh, first episode and to be continued. We're looking forward to enriching ourselves and yours journeys in your fitness goals to better everything as we move forward in, in life. Should I have been recording this? Oh, no, that's just a practice. So. All right. Now we'll do it for real. All right. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next episode. See you next time.